Morning, welcome to Emmett Audio. So this morning I happened to read, I'm reading a book called The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene, which is a fantastic book, dense, big book, sort of all about human nature and what he has learned over the decades of writing various books. Um, and this morning I happened to read basically a recounting from this one guy's perspective of the Cultural Revolution in China, which I don't, I don't think I quite understood that it was a it was a singular phenomenon. It wasn't. I thought it referred to sort of the whole period of the Communist Party's early decades, but really the Cultural Revolution was it was like a well, it all happened really fast. It was like a couple years. Um, maybe even a year, but basically it was about a decade after the Chinese Communist Party had come to power, Mao felt his power slipping and felt like there were all of these people who were in positions of authority within the Chinese Communist Party, even down to, you know, superintendents of schools and things like that, who had a certain degree of authority. And he felt like, well, it's unclear, the book makes it unclear whether it was all a deliberate ploy on his part or whether it was um, whether he had pure intentions or evil intentions. It's, it's a little unclear. But uh, at any rate, it almost doesn't matter. What ended up happening is he Mao basically declared to students in Beijing and then it, from then it spread elsewhere that uh, or maybe it was, I'm going to get some details wrong, so forgive me, but basically, he basically had some intellectuals within the party declare that various writers were actually anti-communist and were hiding in their midst. And this turned into a foment of, of encouraging students in particular to rise up and, and, and declare various of their teachers and administrators as being anti-communist. And that's where uh, there were those struggle sessions where basically people were tortured until they confessed to crimes they hadn't committed. Um, and, and basically society broke down. People, people fled the violence and, and people, other people took advantage of the situation to uh, you know, the, the more ruthless of them took advantage of the situation to cement power for themselves, and it was really nasty and brutal. And <clears throat> and it all happened in a pretty short period of time, and then basically Mao sent in the army everywhere and cracked down and said, you know, this has gotten out of hand, you know, what we need is a strong leader. And he basically built himself into the cult-like leader that we think of him today. He wasn't always as cult-like a leader as he was today. That happened through the Cultural Revolution. It, it came through essentially the sort of this crucible of things getting so bad because he made them so bad that then he became uh, the answer to that to things being bad in that way. And it really rattled me to read this stuff. 
Um, I highly recommend the book, The Laws of Human Nature. Um, it's about two thirds of the way through this recounting, and it's and it's from a it's a first hand account. Um, he doesn't cite it in in mass, but basically the the telling of it is from this guy who lived through it at this school, um, and later wrote a book um, about it. I've been a student of history my whole life. I've loved history. I, those were the books that I gravitated towards. I was fascinated. You know, at first it was pretending I was, you know, lived 200 years ago and was running around in the woods with my rifle. And then it became being fascinated with different wars. And But throughout, I've been fascinated by the history. Like, I just got a book at a used bookstore about um, Cabeza de Vaca, a Spanish... Uh, conquistador who got lost and essentially traveled across um, southern North America in the, I want to say the 1500s, and it's an, it's an account of the different tribes of Native Americans that he encountered, and the look at what Spanish um, colonization looked like at that time, and, you know, I'm fascinated by that stuff. I'm fascinated by what actually happened. And, and of course, because the world is vast and complex, what happened is vast and complex, and there's always more to learn. And I think it's so true, this idea that those, those who don't understand history are, are uh, cursed to repeat it. Because I see so much of the opinions that people have these days that are where their their thinking is based on essentially a misunderstanding of what actually happened culturally um, and historically and what it meant and and in order to understand how that's how how that's a misunderstanding you then have to understand well what are they what are those cultural events and what were they based on? And you can go down and down and down that rabbit hole. And ultimately what I... I don't think I have the best view, the deepest view or whatever, but I think I do have a pretty nuanced view of most circumstances that face the world today. Not because I innately have them, but because I... I seek out information about the the roots and origins of those circumstances so that I can actually understand how we came to the point that we are at today and and can think about the lessons that history might tell us about situations where we faced these circumstances in the past. Um, And I think one of the big antidotes that history has for us is that, you know, historical movies, or even not historical, but just movies that are set in a time period, or even movies that aren't set in a real time period, but sort of evoke a time period, right? Like, uh, shoot, what's that one that's, what's that one that's, uh, 
uh, I can't remember. There's some TV show now that's like set in, set in, uh, you know, England in the 1820s, but not really. Right. Sometimes those, sometimes shows do a good job of showing what's going on with nuance, but more often than not, they give you a skewed sense of what's what's happening and why, because by necessity, in order to make a good story, you leave out a lot of subtlety, you leave out a lot of nuance, and you you want good guys and bad guys, you want clear narratives, and so our human tendency to make stories out of things actually hobbles our ability to understand the past, because we turn it into a story that's too clean and too simple. And I, I think what happens a lot of times is our sense of the past and what it means and all that is actually more informed by the popular media that sits on top of it, right? The movies about Vietnam, the, the, the movies about the 60s and 70s shape our sense of what the 60s and 70s were much more so than an actual historical understanding of what was going on in the 60s and 70s. And, I mean, obviously there are people who lived through it and they have a, a nuanced view of that as well. And that's what's so fascinating, right? You can talk to people who live through things and they have, in general, a much more nuanced view than the stories. But one of the risks of being young is that you didn't live through stuff and you are getting your sense of what happened in the past and what it was actually like and what people were feeling from sources that are themselves um, almost like put through a filter, like a camera filter, to make them more palatable as an art form. You know, and reading something like this stuff I read this morning about the Cultural Revolution is, is humbling because it makes me appreciate how even though I knew those words and I knew a lot about communist China and the Great Leap Forward and the disastrous uh, things that happened with agriculture and starvation and, you know, I've, I've, I've read some stuff. I'm not ignorant, but... And I even knew about some of the stuff, but I, I didn't actually understand it in, in the context of what happened before, what happened after, why did it happen, how did it happen, how does it relate to stuff that is happening these days. Um, and... And I think there's nothing that we can do that is more important for understanding our current situation than trying to understand history in that way. Not just watching a, you know, some movie that's set in a historical moment, but actually seeking out uh, those stories of what actually happened um, that, that can inform that can inform you of 
why something turned out the way it did. I've talked about this podcast before, but the best podcast I've ever found for doing this, and maybe even better than, a, than any books that I've found, is a podcast called The Martyr Made Podcast, like a martyr, like a religious martyr. Martyr Made Podcast. Um, and it's these long-form podcasts where each episode... Hop in, dogs. Let's go. Hop in, Jake. I'm watching after my brother's dog for the next couple of days named Jake. Maisie, come on. Uh, these long-form podcasts. Maisie, hop in. Each one is like four or five hours long, and there's five, six, seven of them per series. And each series gets into something. So... During the Christmas tree season, I listened to essentially 24 hours of the history of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict from 1900 to 1948, when Israel was created as a nation in the wake of World War II, and you know all of the events that led up to the bad blood that exists today between uh, Jews and Palestinians um, and what are the roots of the Zionist cause and all of that and what that left me with is a profound appreciation for why the situation is the way it is and, and also an understanding of how when people create too simplistic a view, when you get into your camps and you can't understand what what happened, it, what the entirety of what happened, it's easy to demonize the other side, to pick a side, to demonize the other side, and to declare your side to be the correct side. And the more you know, the harder it is to pick a side, because you actually see... Um, you see sort of what's going on and you can appreciate the nuance on both sides. Now, it's not always that both sides are to blame, but there's always nuance in all these things. And I can't recommend the Martyr Made podcast highly enough for if you're interested in this kind of deep historical understanding. I don't know where... You know, I have no end goal in trying to increase my historical understanding of things. And certainly I'm not... I've, in the past, I've gone through various phases where I've been fascinated by a particular topic and dove down into a topic for, for months or even a year. There's one year where Cecilia and I both got fascinated with World War II and read dozens of books um, about it. Part of what made me... Part of what came out of that experience was just the understanding that you could spend your whole life trying to understand everything and only get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and there's no end. There's no bottom to that pit. And that's fine. One of the things that Darren, the host of the Martyr Made podcast, said was that when he started writing, uh, researching for the show, uh, for the, the episodes about the Zionist-Palestinian conflict, the further along he got, the less, the more clear he was that he didn't fully understand it. You know, when he'd only read a little bit, he felt like he understood it. And the more he read, the more he came to appreciate he did not understand. And I think that's probably a common thing 
that the more you read, listen to, try to grapple with the nuance of history, the more you have to appreciate the fact that whatever certainty you might have felt in the present moment about what is right and what is wrong and who is the aggrieved party and who is the aggressor and all of that, 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 that you don't understand it as well as you If you come away with this with anything, I would say please check out the Martyr Made podcast and also uh, consider buying The Laws of Human Nature or any of Robert Greene's books. Uh, certainly The 48 Laws of Power is his most famous one, um, but he's written a number of books. I've read about half of them at this point, and they're all excellent. And my understanding is that he took sort of everything he'd learned from writing most of those books and then pulled it into The Laws of Human Nature. So that might be a good place to start. Thank you for listening.